This is a Hot Pie Original. Hi there, everyone. Welcome back to another Inhumane podcast, a Hot Pie Media Original. Um, We are here on episode 24, and I can't tell you how long I've been wanting to talk about OnlyFans. Um, Like... I break out in hives most of the time when I talk about OnlyFans. Um, So let's let's get started. So like most of the topics I have, um, I've written scripts because I train people on a lot of the topics that are on these episodes. Um, But I tweak them. I see what's, you know, obviously what's relevant for today. Um, And, you know, policies and laws and things have changed and so on and so forth. So it definitely is all relevant when I'm about to, you know, put this on air for you guys. So OnlyFans. Now, what if I said that that's legalized prostitution? (laughs) Like that should make your head in a non-demonic way spin like around and come right back looking forward at me like, what? You can't call OnlyFans legalized prostitution. There's no way you could call that. Moms are on there, right? Um, Barely legal, if, if, if not, not legal. Um, are on there. There's celebrities on there. There's no way that this is legalized pr- prostitution. I see guys post like, hey, look at my wife bought me this, you know, like souped up, um, you know, car and I have all the bells and whistles. Um, should I tell her she's on OnlyFans? Like, right. And I actually will click on those because I specifically want to know if they're joking or not joking. Um, and so I'm sure you're telling me. And I'm sure you're thinking like, oh, here she goes. She's just on her soapbox and sex is bad and so on and so forth. And I can't be any clearer to you all. I never think that sex is bad when it's healthy and it's consensual. I believe that's what our bodies are made for. Oh, by the way, trigger warning, because I did say the word sex and I'm going to talk about those kinds of things. So um Make sure if you have any young ears in the room, they probably need a skedaddle. However, if they're preteen and teen, I do believe you need to decipher what I'm saying and then put it into your terms that are as you as the parent or the guardian or mentor of young people and deliver the message that you need to deliver in appropriate language that is for them because this is important. OnlyFans has hit major mainstream um, and it has been in the past two years, right? Mainly 2020, uh, 2020 and uh, 2021, it has just blown up. And I I can't remember the first time um, because right in, in the field that I am in, we're always like looking at new platforms um, as soon as possible to start seeing what they're about, the safety of them, what it could blown up, blow up to, so on and so forth. So when I originally saw TikTok, or sorry, OnlyFans in um, 2018, um, I actually saw videos of people like they're playing music, like th- their own music and kind of putting it out there because you had that DM feature, right, um, where you can interact with your fans. So I definitely at the time 
we're talking about who this could turn into someone bad is going to use it. <laughs> and then um, and then we'll probably have to talk about it even more then. No idea that it was going to blow up to what it is. And yes, 100 uh, percent. I believe obviously that was helpful, because you know, due to the, the pandemic and people on lockdown. But some say it could be just phenomenal marketing, which they do. And if you haven't heard that episode that I talk about marketing, you need to go back and listen to it because let's just straight up and say marketing are lies. That's what they do. There are too many loopholes in marketing that lures people in. And to me, that's fraud. So if I were to take money from you um, and tell you you're going to get A, B, C, and D, you, you know, that's fraud and I don't give it to you. So you can sue me personally, but why are we, why can't we sue and take down these, these conglomerate tech companies? Well, they hide behind and say they're tech, but in reality, they're porn. Um, and so let, let's, let's just break this down a little bit. Okay. Because I know, and I have conversation with people face to face all the time or on trainings and they're like, you want to label everything as porn or you want to label everything on Twitter. It's like, it's bad. And I'm like, Okay, well, let's I, I, I want you to see when you actually are informed with some things, what is your perspective? OK, so one, OnlyFans is focused on NSFW. Do you know what that acronym stands for? NSFW, not safe for work. OK, well, OK, I. I, I'm told, well, I can't get Facebook on my work computer either. Um, yes, that's true because there's firewalls, but this is literally labeled as a not safe for work. Why? Because there's porn on it. That's just straight. Like, why are we trying to play around with words? That's exactly what it is. Okay. Now, um, you know, again, I'm a firm believer Women can do whatever they want with their bodies um, if it's consensual. And I do believe if it's consensual every single time, not a blanket consent. And that's where they fool young people and your image is out there forever. It's for life. And everybody owns it but you. That's a freaking problem. And it infuriates me to no end because it's like, like I said, it's like, it's, it's fraudulent. Like we're tricking these people, but we have, we've been okay as a society to just shrug our shoulders and say, well, that's what happens when you're young. You didn't read all the legalities behind it or what have you. And now you got to pay the consequences. Okay. Yes. In, in a lot of circumstances, but when it comes to a platform like this, I don't think so. And it's a company and you should hold a company responsible. Um, 100%. Because there's all the other, all these other um, companies that we cancel because they say something opposite from a political view and we cancel them for that, for a thought, but they're not harming people. <laughs> like, you see what I mean? That's like, you you become a walking contradiction if you believe that, um, you, 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 and you can't have it both ways, right? So let's dig a little, let's dig a little deeper. Um, now, do you know who owns OnlyFans? Okay, because it's been around for like five years. 
And I bet you don't know who the actual owners of OnlyFans are. So originally, right, it was owned by, um, I forgot his name because his is like not that relevant to me. Um, But he started it and he actually owned other porn sites. So you can't tell me that you were just creating a social media site and then, oh, well, if people want to use it for porn, then, I mean, they can use it however they want. Don't buy it. Okay. However, in uh, uh, 2018, okay, it was bought um, by Redovinsky. Okay. Leonard, Leonard Redovinsky. Now you can look him up. He he stays out of the limelight kind of thing, but there's a lot of info on him um, specifically in regards to lawsuits of allegations of spam, theft, fraud, drug dealing. Um, and and let me tell you about the porn part. He ran a number of websites who claimed to provide illegal and hacked passwords to porn sites. OK, he also owned um, free cams. And so that's another pornographic site. So to me, I just told you porn, 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 porn. So if it looks like a duck and if it walks like a duck and if it talks like a duck, come on, people, it's a duck, right? It's totally a duck. He didn't come and say, you know what? Let me pay a large sum of money um, to own now like 75% of, of, um, of OnlyFans and not make it to exactly what I think it can be, right? And that's exactly what has happened. So it's Phoenix International and Phoenix, like F-E-N-I-X is the name of his, um, of the of the company, okay? So in 2020, he already made, they already made $36 million with like 11 employees. 36 million. Okay. And it's only taken off since then. Right. Now I'm going to, I want to talk about the 11 employees. Cause I mentioned this when we talked about Pornhub before. Um, so you got 11 employees. Oh my gosh. I'm sure that's, that's enough pl- employees to verify the million content users you have on your platform right now and making sure that they're all of legal age. No, you don't. Okay. Now, to be fair, they do have like this AI. Um, so you, you know, you have to hold up like your photo ID and they're doing some AI stuff <laughs> to making sure that you are who you say you are and that it's legal. Okay, great. You did that for your profile. However, there is none of that AI business going on, nor is there any verification to make sure that the content that's being used, that those are people that are of age. None, zero, zilch. So you can't tell me that there aren't kids on there. And plus, because there's already been investigations and they have found children on there already, right? There's no way you can verify, and especially with 11 um, employees at that time, right? Um, so again, if it looks like a duck, walks, talks like a duck, it is a duck. These guys, these owners of OnlyFans are porn entrepreneurs. That already, I I have no doubt that already some of you who are listening are like, what the flip? Okay, I'm done. I'm done with OnlyFans. 
Like that's all you needed to hear. That's all you needed to hear. Now for the rest of you that need to hear a little bit more, um, let's, let's, let's break that down. Okay. So what if, what if you and I are at dinner? You, the listener, you and I are at dinner. We're meeting for the first time. It's like a dinner party and we're sitting across from each other. And I tell you that I'm a porn star. Okay. I tell you I'm a porn star. Um, I wonder, and, and by the way, this is a dinner party, but it's mainly like family and friends that you know, mainly family. Okay. Um, and I, I kind of preface with that because um, I'm trying to put you in a situation where you may feel awkward to have this conversation or you become maybe your higher self. And it's like, ugh, a porn star, I would never, I'd never, I'd, I'd never talk to you. We would never hang out kind of thing. Um, you do gross stuff, right? Like, let's be real. That's how some people totally feel. So would you continue carrying conversation with me? And we're not in Vegas, by the way, because I know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas and people get like really crazy. And they're like, oh, my gosh, a porn star. Let me take a picture with you kind of thing. No, like this is legit in your hometown with your majority family dinner party. We don't know how I got invited, but I did. And we're having a conversation and I reveal that to you. How much more interested are you going to be in conversing with me? Like, just like be honest. Probably not that. Maybe a few more words and that's it, right? You're going to excuse yourself. Now, some of you may continue on, like, how did you get in that? Like, does this, blah, 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 blah. And that's just, you're like intrigued, like, when am I ever going to sit next to a porn star ever again? So I get that. Now, what if I told you I produce porn films? What if I told you that? Right? Now, what would be your feelings and thoughts towards me? If I told you that I produce porn films, some of you would be utterly like, just like disgusted. Like, come on, you would be, you'd be like, oh my gosh. Right now, some of you maybe start asking some questions of like, and I'm not talking in a debate form, right? <laughs> like there's some of you probably like someone like me, I'd be in a debate form <laughs> kind of having a conversation, but some of you might be like, serious, or, or, or let's say this, let's say you actually start asking like, hey, how do you know um, if people are all legal? Like I've heard there's people aren't, I listen to the Inhumane podcast, right? And so you, you have this education now and you're asking, well, how do you know everyone's legal um, that are in your films? And if I respond with, well, they look legal, that should be enough. What would you say? How would you react towards me? Now, I'm saying this and you're looking at me because I'm a female, but what if I was a, a male? Because we start to flip, right? And we have different feelings. If a man said that, wouldn't you look at him like, oh my gosh, you're like a pedo. You're practically a pedophile. Don't tell me you, you wouldn't. So, so if I was a guy and I'm telling you I produce films, and I said, well, they look legal, you would totally be disgusted. You would say, oh my gosh, you're like a pedophile. You would probably tell your family, you need, this person needs to leave. They don't need to be here. Yeah. Like, and rightly so, like, especially if you respond with something like that, right? Absolutely. Like, good for you, standing your conviction. There's kids around here. You need to go kind of thing. And then be mad at the family member who brought that person for sure. So how does that differ than OnlyFans? Like you have to stop, I think, I think we have to stop 
thinking of them as they're this um, pop culture company and think about the men because it's it's I haven't found anything that there's a woman right now. And I would say the same thing if it was a woman, but put that it is this these men are responsible for everything that's happening on OnlyFans. Okay. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We have to. And let me tell you why. So (laughs) these people are promoting some very long-term mental health issues and trauma. That's what they're doing because it's porn, but they're portraying it as it's not porn. And they're really hitting hard on this it, it to me, it's not a feminist movement, but people are calling it a feminist movement. But it's gone er, like skirt like that way very, very quickly because it's all about you're only empowered if you are this sexual kind of like being. And I think when you're an adult, one hundred percent, do what you do. You know, you do what you want to do, but. At 18 years old, come on, we make stupid mistakes, stupid mistakes. And I didn't have social media growing up and I didn't have all of these things that last on the Internet forever. So we're using that same mentality for a totally different world. No, these consequences, they really are living forever. Because they're all over the internet and somebody's buying your content. You no longer own you. You don't own you anymore once stuff has popped up. And we're still not getting that. And our young people aren't getting that as well because we're not really educating them as well as we're not holding these companies responsible. Because let's be real, all of these companies, these big conglomerate, they're not just whatever their service or product provides. They are in the technology business in regards to collecting data. I've said this before, um, like Pornhub and like other companies, they all collect your data. I'd rather somebody have my, um, I don't know, phone number and my social security opposed to a picture of me naked. I'd rather have that. You can take my social security. I'll just, you know, be careful on some things. And, you know, there's some fraud people I can call and things like that. But having a picture of me naked, uh, no, hard pass, hard pass. Don't want that. And that's not what our young people understand, right? Now, one of the things, um, you know me, I, I kind of like to call certain things out. And, uh, you know, I want us to get just upset about OnlyFans like you do right now when you're calling someone out if they're vaccinated or not vaccinated (laughs) because we're so mad about that. And we're saying it's a public health thing, but why aren't we seeing this kind of stuff that OnlyFans is promoting as a public health issue as well? Because human trafficking is a public health issue. And I've mentioned this before on my episodes as well. So if we're trafficking and exploiting people on this platform, why is that not a public health issue? Because let me tell you what, the trauma that they are going to endure is long-term and you, the public, is going to have to pay for that if you don't look at nothing else. If nothing else sparks anything in you, maybe your wallet will. 
And so we're going to have to pay for that mental health. And we're seeing it all day long with these um, vulnerable groups and people who are from the suburbs who think they're in this bubble and their kid is affected by this. And then there's long term issues for that. Okay, now. I, I don't want you to be, I, I don't think we're that naive, right? Um, or are we just pretending to be naive so we can buy materialistic things being uh, OnlyFans content um, provider, right? Like, is that what it is? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, but I just don't want us to be naive like that. Now, I'm going to bring up some of the celebrities that have been on this platform that, of course, catapulted it to like another atmosphere. Um, so Cardi B's on there. However, she was very specific. And we know I've talked about Cardi B before, <laughs> but we were very specific um, or she was very specific that she wasn't going to show any of her top parts or bottom parts or anything like that. OK, good on good on Cardi for making that very clear. Right. But then we have Bella Thorne. And I want to talk about her for a second because she she's been a little bit of a controversy on OnlyFans. And if you don't know who Bella Thorne is, um, let me let me break it down for you. She was this Disney actress. OK, this Disney actress. And then she started making other big movies. Right. And so think of um, she was on the Duff. That's a teenage movie. OK, she was on the Duff and she was kind of like the mean girl, right? Super pretty wealthy and kind of mean girl. And then um, she's on the movie Blended with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. And I really like that movie, liked her role in it. It's a very healthy movie, in my opinion. Um, and so she plays the older daughter. OK, now she was on OnlyFans and she got a lot of attention when she posed, she posed, of course, but then she also said, hey, I'm going to send you nude photos if you, or for $200, right? Well, people paid it and for some reason she didn't do it. There's like some controversy behind both of that. Anyway, it caused a lot of attention. Um, what also caused attention is that she made a million dollars and she was the first one to do that within 24 hours, okay? Now, I want to talk about this article from Jezebel. Yes, that's the name of the website. <laughs> and this website, um, it's a supposedly feminist website. I'm not saying that that's literally on their website um, as their tagline. Um, but I want to I want to use it as a reference because they sex workers are actually talking about Bella Thorne being on OnlyFans. And I want to dissect that um, a little bit. Okay. So the title of this article is um, Sex Workers Are Furious About Bella, uh, Bella Thorne's Self-Serving OnlyFans Tourism. So dang, you're even getting hate for being on, Only, on OnlyFans as a celebrity, right? Now, as I mentioned, I just told you why there was some like uh, alleged controversy in regards to um, supposedly OnlyFans had to refund a lot of uh, money because she did not uh, send those nude photos after all. Um, and so she and so then the pay structure started to change and then they put limitations because, um, right, they didn't want to refund all this money. So now they started to put limitations. So that kind of is what caused the controversy between her and other sex workers or, or people in the porn industry. So she said that she wanted to make sex more like mainstream um, 
and, you know, it not be so yucky and sticky kind of thing. Now, yeah, bringing a mainstream face to OnlyFans has been met with, um, of course, a lot of skepticism, right? Um, so Cinnamon Love, she is in BIPOC Adult Industry Collective. Um, and this is Cinnamon with an S. She she said that Bella Thorne's um, apology was BS. And she points out that OnlyFans is already mainstream. Stigma is not dismantled by a mainstream celebrity pretending to do sex work. Okay. Now, she's saying that, okay, Bella Thorne, you're this Disney star. And now you just kind of want to not be that good girl, kind of like Britney Spears, right? And like Miley Cyrus. And then they just went opposite into like this. Let me show you that I need to be this sex symbol and no longer this goody tissue kind of girl that they portrayed me to be. So that's kind of what she's saying that Bella Thorne was trying to do and like rebrand herself by utilizing OnlyFans. Now, this sex work advocacy group called Espler, um, there's a chick on there, Maxine Dugan, and she said that she's a tourist wannabe. So she's just, you know, just here for the day or for the weekend or for the week. Like she's not really sex work is not her jam like it is for them. OK, and she she goes on to say or no, this is Desiree um, or one of them go on to say that this is not a game or a fun thing to do. This is not a game or a fun thing to do. This is our business and our livelihood. Now, break that down a little bit, right? So this is a person that's in the industry of um, sex work. <clears throat> and they're saying this is not fun <laughs> and this is not a game. Yet, all of their marketing and what people are posting when they are uh, an OnlyFans content provider they're actually saying the opposite, that this is fun, right? And, you know, I only did it, you know, to for two months and now I got my house. Boom, done. You see what I mean? Like, look at that mentality when you're not really in the game. That's powerful. And if you're not listening to her words where she said, this is our business and our livelihood, and I'm going to break that down a little bit too, but this is not a game. This is not a fun thing. Like, so when she says this is our business, and our livelihood, like she's legit serious in my opinion, like legit serious. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna talk about somebody else. Now this is Lena, the plug. She's a porn performer. And she said this just normalized having an only fans page. Okay. It just normalizes it, right? Because Bella Thorne's on there and she was a Disney star. Now, um, let me see. Oh, here's here's the other quote I wanted to, to bring up. There are people who are literally trying to survive a pandemic and you, with your privilege of working in Hollywood, are literally stealing money out of their pockets. This is that Cinnamon Love. She made this comment. Um, now, Okay, she so she so she states that you're stealing money out of my pocket. I'm trying to survive during a pandemic. Now, the word survive. Now that's that's subjective because I know 
tons of people, of course, during the pandemic, they had to do, and and you hear them say it, I had to do what I had to do kind of thing, right? Now, you all know my, um, you know, I'm an executive coach and I create curricula and things like that. And I coach human trafficking survivors. A lot of my services free during the pandemic um, because a lot of these individuals were paying customers and they continued to pay. But if all of a sudden their business went, I was like, Hey, pay when you can, or let me continue to do services for you or what have you. Right. And I'm grateful that I was able to do that. Now, um, did my husband and I go and do all these outlandish things because of the pen? No, there was a lot of uncertainty, right? But yes, we had income coming in. However, my survival is different. I cut, I cut some luxuries off, right? Just because of the unknown until the pandemic was no longer like we knew we were there for a long time, then things could have possibly changed. But if I didn't have any of that income coming in, what would my survival look like, right? To me, survival, and when I'm really struggling, that is if I no longer have shelter or about to lose it, food and water, right? And then if, and, and gas for my vehicle. <laughs> so then paying for that vehicle. To me, those are survival. Everything else, don't eat it. I cut everything. You just cut everything out. That's what I think about when people say that they're struggling and they need to survive. But I say that it's subjective because when I've seen people say that, but they're going and buying all this crazy like stuff and still living this like glam life. I'm like, girl, I thought you were struggling. (laughs) Like you, and again, I'm not throwing shade and I'm not um, calling anyone out. We just have totally different views of what survival is. And so I say all that because a lot of people, people like you and me, non-celebrities are totally saying that, oh, I had to do OnlyFans. I had to do it to put, you know, to make ends meet. Okay, what does your ends meet mean compared to mine? Because same thing, when I go to some of these people and their social media, because I've, I've reached out and I want some of these OnlyFans people, I want them to come on this show and I want to have a conversation. Because again, like I said, nothing about human trafficking and preventing it is about shaming other people. We really want to know where's your mindset? What are you thinking? And are you just not aware, right? Because what you don't know is what you don't know. But now that you're aware, are you going to continue on with OnlyFans, right? So I just wanted to put that in perspective is when I see and I hear, um, when I read and people say, I'm doing this out of survival, but then I go and it's like, you've been living luxury before you started uh, only fans like the, like you weren't struggling for the pandemic. What is your definition of survival? And again, it can mean something totally different. I just want to know, right? Because that, that kind of, once you find out about the true nature of only fans, are you going to continue it because you're really struggling or you're going to find another alternative, you know, way of, of making money. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh, it's not worth it. They exploit people on there. They exploit. And there's human trafficking going on on there. I can't partake in that. I can't. Just like if we were at the dinner table, like I was talking about, right? I can't. I, I, I can't. 
not because my moral compass is so much higher than yours, but I'm hoping you do have something, right? And some conviction. Just because it's 